What's up, y'all, and thanks for tuning in to Josh You Trippin', a Black Guy's Travel Podcast. I just happen to be a black guy who travels named Josh, so if that's what you're looking for, then you're in the right place. On this podcast, I'll be sharing tips about places I visit, discussing topics surrounding traveling while black, and introducing you to amazing people from all over the world. So come along with me while I attempt to make this world smaller, one destination and conversation at a time. Episode 5 of the Josh U. Trippin' A Black Guys Travel Podcast. It's your boy Josh. As always, I'm black and I'm recording this episode during a moment that will go down in world history as one of the craziest pandemics in uh, history as we know it. Um, we're literally writing our own history right now and it's crazy to think about. And um, when I was coming up with the topic for this week's episode, I said that I didn't want to have a conversation that was focused on the coronavirus because it's been the only thing that any of us have been talking about. But I do think that knowledge is power. So having healthy conversations about important topics is necessary. That being said, I started to think about overall health and wellness while traveling. And I think that's something that a lot of us forget about when we're on vacation because we're thinking about being on vacation, uh, which is often full of nonstop days, poor eating habits, and a whole lot of liquor. Today, my guest is a good friend of mine uh, and also a travel blogger named Jules Road, who runs the travel blog that is heavily focused on wellness while traveling. All right, so we are here with Jules, and we are both Rona free for now. Right, Jules? (laughs) Yes, God willing. (laughs) Yeah, right. I know, right? We're we're gonna keep ourselves Rona free, um, but uh, I do want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it for too much, like I said earlier. But I do want to kind of talk about how the coronavirus is affecting the travel community, um, and how we're handling it, and how people around the world are handling it. What are your thoughts on that so far? Yeah, so I think the reaction has been in various waves, right? So at first. It didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. It seemed like an issue that wasn't, you know, affecting us. So I feel like it was a lot of, oh, I'm going to get this cheap flight. Flights are, I could fly to Miami for $25. I could go to Europe for $100. Like, I'm going to book these flights. So it was that. That was the first phase. Like, okay, I'm just going to take advantage of the fl- of the flights. Then it was like, oh, it's in America now okay, this is a little bit more serious. Um, And then I feel like people started to wake up a little bit and and trying to practice social distancing, even though a lot of people still aren't. Uh, Me personally, I've had to cancel my travel plans like so many of us have, and it's okay. And what I appreciate is that a lot of these travel companies like airlines, and Airbnb, they're all like working together to make it easy to get people to stop traveling. So I was able to reschedule my Colombian flight 
um, very easily. And I was able to cancel my Airbnbs easily. So they're eliminating any barriers to people, you know, making excuses for traveling right now. What do you think about the the idea that people are still being kind of reckless about that? And what do you think that says about us as global citizens? Yeah, I mean, I feel like overall, we're a very selfish society. Um, just Americans in general, we, we think about ourselves a lot. We're a very individualistic society. So now with this with this pandemic happening, it's really highlighting that, you know, we're all interrelated. Like we're all in this together. And a lot of people are a little bit slow in not realizing that. Um, because they feel like, oh, I'm young, it won't affect me. But even that is a myth because there are a lot of young people being hospitalized. And I think it's that's why it's up to, and I know some people don't like the government stepping in and with all these restrictions, but you know we have to flatten that curve. Our society can't handle, our hospital system can't handle the amount of hospitalizations that will happen if we just continue to live our free lives and travel as freely as we want so we just have to take a step back and realize that it's bigger than all of us yeah i agree and i think that the travel community those and i say travel community talking about bloggers uh etc really need to kind of hammer that point home to their followers and things because we are living in a time where influencer culture really does matter what influencers do really matter and how our actions um, really can influence other people and how they live their lives. And I think that the more we kind of talk about, and like you said, people don't want to talk about, you know, don't want the governments in their households and as much as what's happening now. But at this point, what else are we going to do? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, do we just, exactly. we just get it, be stupid and say, I'm just going to get it and uh, then just be done with it. But you don't know what's going to happen to you in those weeks of recovery from you getting that we're almost at 10,000 people having it right now. So I, or, um, sorry, 10,000 people dying from it. Um, so yeah. I think that's, I think that's just kind of silly and insane, uh, that people are still so adamant about doing what they want to do. I think there's a lot of privilege involved in that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I said, I, I love how the airlines are stepping in and just like canceling flights, like making it easy for people to cancel for themselves. Because other than that, people are not going to get it. There's always going to be those that's late to the party. And in this point, like being late is deadly. Like it could have a huge impact on our society at large. So, and I, I mean, I, I saw a few videos on Instagram this morning about people just in Miami like partying it up for their spring break but they're upset because the bars are closed and they're just not getting it and it was really frustrating to watch yeah it is really frustrating um but you know and let's just go ahead and steer the conversation away from the coronavirus for now because I think that it'll just start to go really downhill really soon I think they were all getting uh so I think that with those kids I mean privilege once again yeah, um, yeah. I was watching some of those videos and it was honestly really infuriating. Um, mm -hmm. But I do think that, you know, there's the kind of like how racism, the conversation about racism is happening in the media. People are getting, some people are getting so sick of hearing 
the conversation about racism. So they just ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist. And I think mm-hmm. that that kind of thing, if we keep inundating people's like feeds and things like that, when it comes to talks of coronavirus, people are just going to tune out and, mm-hmm. uh, and just stop caring. And like you said, they're just going to keep doing what they do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do, I'm curious to know your thoughts on how do you think this would, if it wasn't, if this wasn't the coronavirus, like how do you think people would handle these things, uh, going forward? Uh, if there was some kind of another pandemic or another global crisis, do you think that this is going to set people up for something better? next time around or do you think people are not going to learn from this and still do the same thing honestly i feel like this is a a huge wake-up call for a lot of people for our society in our lifetime we've never experienced anything like this so i think this is going to stick with people this the whole notion of you know having to quarantine ourselves and i i think because it's it's such a dramatic exaggerated you know instance that it's going to stick with us and it's my hope that you know people i mean there's some people who are now learning how to wash their hands for the first time so even for the that, first time why are we just yeah, now talking like, about washing our hands yeah <laughs> like I, I seriously believe a lot of people weren't properly washing their hands so even that is a good lesson learned moving forward so but beyond that, I think this is going to wake people up to 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 realize how we truly are a global society. We truly are connected to each other. You know, our actions can affect someone like in the, on the other side of the world. So it's my hope that people come away from this, come away from this period of isolation with healthier habits, personal, and then also healthier habits for the community at large. Exactly. No more bathroom sprinkle when you have <laughs> wash your hands beforehand. No more bathroom sprinkle, all right? Yeah, like we're all going to know how to wash our hands. We're going to be hydrated. <laughs> all the <laughs> Perfect segue into our next point. So Jules, you are the wellness guru when you travel. So I wanted you to talk about your experiences and things that you have found that have been helpful for you uh, staying well and staying healthy while you travel. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a pre-travel regimen that I usually do at least like two weeks before to, um, to prep my my body for travel. So I love to use, I drink like apple cider vinegar, like take a shot of it daily. And then I also take a probiotic to this really help boost in my gut health. Because, you know, one of the biggest things that happens when you're traveling is like traveler's diarrhea. This is your body getting used to new food. So that's something that I prioritize that. And then um, also drinking a lot of water a lot of water and it, and even if i know sometimes while you're traveling it's hard to do that so i like to bring hydration packets so that it, it helps you um it, it helps you uh drink like one hydration packet is the equivalent of three cups of, of water so if you find it that it's hard to drink water when you're traveling that's kind of like a hack around that um 
sunscreen for sure is a myth that black people can't get burnt so i like to protect my skin so i can look young forever um wait say that again because say that again for the people in the back uh people still are not using sunscreen yeah and it's like it's it's problematic like we can still get sun damage we are we are blessed with melanin which is great but we still have to protect ourselves too because we still get skin cancer so we have to take those precautions for sure and i want to also just go and i know i said i wasn't gonna talk about the rona no more but i think at this point we all know that that myth that was going around that black people could not get the coronavirus yeah yeah (laughs) that was everywhere speaking of myths (laughs) no (laughs) that's a myth just like uh not getting sunburnt all right sorry i didn't mean to interrupt yeah no worries yeah so sunscreen for sure hand sanitizer i know it's hard to get nowadays but definitely when i travel I like to bring my hand sanitizer with me. And just like airplane health is a big thing too, because airplanes are disgusting. And the air that's circulated in it is just nasty, contaminated air. So it's really good to wipe down your spaces with Lysol wipes. Uh, I was watching um, a flight attendant actually interview with her, and she was talking about how they don't really clean those spaces. And even the pillows, like, you shouldn't use the pillows, apparently, which I didn't know. Even the ones yeah. that are prepackaged? Yeah, because they don't they don't wash the pillow. The, the cover may be new, but they don't actually wash the pillow for it. Or at least oh, not often. I know. It was very eye-opening. <laughs> but those are my, my, like, main wellness things. I definitely, probiotics, I swear by them. Staying hydrated. Those are the key things. And definitely like stretching as much as possible, especially after like after you have like a really long flight. That's so helpful. Just to like move the blood throughout your body. Also, I think uh, um one of the things I like and thank you for sharing all those, but I think, you know, like the pre I don't think people think about the pre planning before traveling. I think and especially when we're when we're abroad and we're you know doing things, we're so busy we kind of forget about our you know in taking care of ourselves because we want to okay. live our lives to the fullest and experience all these things, and we oftentimes forget about how to take care of ourselves. So when you are traveling, do you make time to like work out or you know rest, take naps, um, mm-hmm. eat well? How do you how do you manage that? Yeah, absolutely. So me, I, I probably won't work out at the gym in my Airbnb or when I'm traveling. But what I do, I often have some sort of hike during my travels. I'm, oh yeah, off more often than not, not I have a hike that I I do. So that's usually very physically intensive. And then I'm usually walking a lot. So that's the usually the extent of my exercise and then I have my stretches that I do in the morning as well and then what was the second the second question no it was, it was that I was asking you how you manage it like while you're out oh yeah 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 so definitely so I I'm either I'm a, taking a, lo- a yoga class locally or I'm doing some sort of hike so I'm definitely 
moving a lot while I'm traveling already. That's just, I kind of, and then in terms of like eating, of course you want to enjoy the local food, right? Because I mean, and sometimes it's not the healthiest, but what I do is, okay, if I'm going to have this traditional fried food, I'm going to balance it, make sure I have at least one salad throughout the day just to balance it out. Right, because when I'm in Barcelona, I'm eating all the tapas, okay? And they're all yeah. going to be deep fried. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, life is all about balance, so that's how I approach it. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so let's just transition a little bit. So um, let's talk about, like, cultural differences surrounding cleanliness and how we, how you, you know, when you travel, you don't want to be rude. Uh, but you still want to maintain the things that you believe to be uh, true or, you know, the right way to live. And, you know, I'm sure for you, like you've been to a lot of places where there's a lot of like street food and mm-hmm. and things like that. How do you navigate that, uh, especially when you kind of see how the food is being prepared? Do you ever look at it as like, oh, is that really sanitary or, mm-hmm. you know, when are they washing their hands, et cetera, et cetera? Like, how do you. How do you. Yeah, navigate. Manage that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm a particular case because I have really bad food allergies. So a lot of the time, if I'm in a foreign country, especially if I if I don't speak the language, like I just don't touch this the street food because I I don't trust that you know that they may not that they're um that the products are nut free. But if I'm like traveling with the local or someone who speaks the language and I'm able to verify it then then i'll um then i'll like be more adventurous in that regard but in terms of like the cleanliness habits i yeah it's it depends i mean because in new york i I eat street food and you know new york isn't the cleanest place so (laughs) i i'm like but what is the cleanest place you know like it's the same thing like we see even food, tr- I I don't eat at most food trucks because I have a sensitive mm-hmm. stomach as well. So for me, mm-hmm. I'm always very like hesitant even here. But I just yeah. am wondering now that this is happening, how are people going to approach foreign places now and kind of take and and uh, without having these unconscious bias, thinking about. Uh, stereotypes associated with with their situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is going to be tough because right now it is very fresh in, in people's mind and, and certain restaurants are just not, you know, they're losing a lot of business right now. So I think it may take some while because everyone is operating out of fear right now. So they're just probably going to avoid, avoid like eating street food altogether. Are, are, do you do hostels? Is random thought. Uh, Not anymore. I used to. I don't, I don't, I wonder what's going to happen with hostels now. And I wonder yeah. like, how, cause my whole thing is like, I didn't want to stay at hostels because I didn't want to deal with the nastiness. <laughs> uh, and that's yeah, my own like right. assumption of how things yeah. would be. I just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, because it, they cater to a younger population and right now that's the, the generation that's like, well, I can't get it and I'm still gonna, 
practice my reckless behavior because it's all about me. So. Yeah, I think that I think that just goes. I think that now things are just becoming so aware for people, and I think that those kind of things we really got to think about in the sense that, like, moving forward, maybe these processes will change. I'm hoping that people will just kind of wake up and start realizing that you know maybe you should start washing your legs. Maybe that's a thing that you really should be doing. Maybe you should use a washcloth. You know, these are things that are beneficial. They're not just used for show. Um, yeah. So hopefully maybe we all start getting on one accord when it comes to. Uh, and obviously I want to be respectful to other cultures who have different beliefs about certain products. Um, and mm -hmm. I don't want to start uh, having my own unconscious biases, biases about what they do and how they live their life because it's not for okay. me to to dictate. Uh, but I do hope that we start having a more global conversation about uh, wellness, general wellness, mental, physical, and, you know, emotional, but also, you know, just overall wellness and cleanliness and how we kind of associate ourselves with the world, um, especially when we're all going to be traveling again. Um, you know, and even now, you know, if this people listen to this episode, you know, months later, after this is over with, like, let's continue on with these new 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 ways of washing our hands which is the uh, the old way of washing our hands <laughs> yeah no I, I totally agree with you i mean i i feel optimistic i know it's very unfortunate what's happening right now and this the the effects that it's playing out and the impact it's having on a lot of people um, but I feel like a lot of good is going to come out of this because it's just, it's revealing a lot. It's revealing inadequacies in our healthcare system, in our government, and how, you know, in certain health behaviors. So I feel like this is all moving forward is a lot that we can take to this just to make a healthier society and for us to realize like how connected we are as a global society too. Make sure you guys check out Jules on Instagram and subscribe to her brand new YouTube channel. It's dope, just like her. And uh, just a reminder, as we close out this episode, um, the time that we're in right now is is very indicative of the current state of humanity. And I think that now more than ever, we really need to be thinking about how we relate to each other. And um, I think we all need each other and we're all going to need each other before this is all over and done with and we're not the only ones who are going through a tough adjustment period so put aside this time where you're going crazy in the house and feeling like the world is just against you because a lot of people are dealing with a lot of bad things so stay positive take care of each other stay safe and be responsible till next time y'all peace Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And since you made it this far, I take it that you might actually like me and want to follow me. So you can find me on all the socials at Josh U Trippin with no G because I'm cool like that. But I did spell out the U because mama ain't raised no fool. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a new episode and check out my website at www.joshutrippin.com. Stay trippin' y'all. Peace.